To close it now, an HVAC sales training podcast with Sam Wakefield. Here, we'll build your reputation in residential HVAC sales to be the expert influencer in your market. You'll get insight into the top minds in the industry as they share their skills and hacks to help you on your journey. This podcast isn't just about selling more. It's about understanding your customers' needs and building efficiencies behind the scenes so you can sell more but work less while being top of mind when people think HVAC. Now, let's get started with your host of the Close It Now podcast. This is Sam Wakefield. Well, welcome back to Close It Now. Sam Wakefield here. Today, I am really stoked about my guest. I, As you know, everybody that listens to this podcast, I'm constantly in the search for uh, new voices, new perspective, new tools, uh, different things that we can bring into the HVAC and uh, the trade space that maybe we haven't seen and from outside our vertical. There's so many innovations that have happened that sadly our industry is slow to adopt. <laughs> and so today, this is exactly one of those tools. I uh, ran into this gentleman at Door to Door Con when I was a speaker there and we connected and had a great conversation. And I'm really, really excited about what he's doing with this, with this company, with this product, which you'll hear about here in just a minute. And overall, we're gonna talk about some sales. We're gonna talk about some life and uh, so this this gentleman, I, I love this introduction, and you're going to as well. Uh, one, he shows up to the interview wearing a Phoenix Suns jacket, which is legit. I dig it. And uh, in fact, for everybody that's going to be watching and seeing some reels and stuff out of this, he went. He had a blue hat on and went and changed to a black hat because it fits the uh, fits the image a little better. Uh, but but check this out. In Little League, he was the home run champ and strikeout champ. He was getting 12 13 14 strikeouts per game so uh it's incredible that you're not playing for the majors now <laughs> but he Broken is uh, yeah no kidding uh 12 years of door-to-door experience went on a mission with his church and then came back and just couldn't stop knocking doors so clearly went into knocking doors for business not for nonprofit. and uh, and i love it lives in arizona clearly has a massive core value of family because when I was asking him how he likes to be introduced, half of the things he told me were about his wife, his kids, and what he's doing for his family. So I love that. And that's incredible. So he's most excited about uh, his new pool, which is going to be great. Being in Arizona, he'd be able to use it year round, right? And uh, yeah. so we're going to talk about the impact here in a little while because that's the uh, that's really what this is about. So everyone, please welcome to the show. If you don't know this person and this company and product yet, you will. This is Brad Mortensen. He is the CEO and founder of RepCard. So thanks for joining me today, man. Yeah, dude. Thanks so much. I, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, awesome. So we connected at DoorToDoorCon. Um, in that arena, most of the people actually kind of already use your product, or at least a, a huge portion of them do, which is awesome. And, and I love that. And I actually was exposed to it a few years back when I started my solar journey, but I'd never really heard of anything like this before that. Because where I come from in the HVAC space, uh, everybody listening, you know this is true. One, we're 20, year, 20 or 30 years behind technology. So it's a slow moving ship. But also, 
raise your hand, all your listeners, if you still, your company is all about your paper business cards. <laughs> and it's it's like this archaic way to do business, right? They expect us to be like, you know, these uh, ninjas at handing out business cards and expecting homeowners to not just throw them away. So, Brad, tell us more about what this is. And what, in fact, let's back up. Let's go through a little bit of your career. Like, how did how in the world did you get where you're at with RepCard, and why did you even start the company? Give us a highlight reel of your life and kind of what inspired you to transition out of the field into this. Like, what were you recognizing that was needed? Yeah, so um, you know, I spent a lot of years selling pest control, satellite TV, did some solar. And, uh, during those 12 years, um, you know, you, you knock a door and, uh, a lot of times people think that you're like some criminal that just like stumbled upon their doorstep. Like yeah. that's, that's kind of the, the, the core of what it is and your rear role, your job as a door to door guy is to break the ice, break the preoccupation, have a good intro, capture their attention and like move on through the sales process. Mm-hmm. So this happens a lot. And then, you know, you do all this work and then you talk to the husband and then he's supposed to go talk to the wife and you're supposed to come back at seven o'clock and talk to them about buying whatever. And you come back and they just don't want to talk to you or there's, there's no, there's no credibility that extends a past that initial approach of talking to that husband while he's carrying the groceries in or he's whatever. And so this thought always was like, how do you, how do you leverage, you know, your time better in the, well, let me turn this off. So the the question was like, how do you, you know, um, send something like a digital business card that shows credibility, shows video, shows your business that the husband can show to the spouse. And then if mm-hmm. they don't buy, which is totally a part of door to door, you're not going to sell every house. It's sure. built a lot of rejection built in. Mm-hmm. How can you have a way to stay in contact and have a text campaign or a follow-up tool to stay engaged with these leads? Cause you're going to meet people backing out of the driveway to go to their daughter's dance recital. That's not the time to sell them solar. No, the time is in tomorrow at 2 p.m. or tomorrow at 7 p.m. And so how do you look credible and uh, be someone that can be trustworthy from mm-hmm. quick interaction of one minute while they're you're talking to them through their car door? And so rep card, um, I just started making making a, a list of some thoughts and some features that that it could entail. Uh, and then eventually I, I started designing it while I was flying around the country visiting my pest control offices. I, right. I just started designing it myself mm-hmm. and figuring out how to design an app and then found one developer in India that helped me start to create it. And and now we have a team of 30 developers and, and it's just mm-hmm. grown from there. So and the sky's like, and when was that when you made that transition? When when kind of that origin of you starting to develop it? So those kind of thoughts of me jotting everything down was 2017. And then 2018 is when we actually started developing it. Mm-hmm. And we launched it at DoorToDoorCon 2, which was okay. in 2018. Mm-hmm. We just showed up, had a 10 by 10 booth, had no idea what to expect. You know, you're like a hundred grand into this thing. Like, you know, I didn't have another $3,000 to throw at the booth, you know, but we're like, <laughs> whatever, let's just do it. Um, but um, yeah, we showed up and there was just an amazing reception of of people there that wanted to use it and and we yeah. just continued to build it. And then two years later, I I went full-time in 2021. Okay. Um, the end of 2021, I went full-time and and uh, jumped all in. Nice. I love it. That's really cool. Now that I know the timeline, I actually started uh, using your using RepCard before you were even full-time with it. And because it's, I mean, it's the hottest thing out there when it comes to digital 
digital business cards. Um, so w let's do this though. I'm, I'm super curious. It solves a handful of problems for people, right? So what are some of the main obstacles that, you know, you were so kind of to dive into this a little bit. What are some of those obstacles other than just, you know, when the homeowner's like, okay, well, you know, give me your card, we'll call you, which is the normal brush off. But let's unpack that a little bit. What are some of the bigger obstacles that we're actually doing and able to solve with a little bit of uh, of what why this was developed, I guess? Yeah. So that first that first part we talked about is that establishing the credibility and, and the trust and maintaining that after you leave the door. And then from there, when you've sent someone your rep card, there's a lot of things they can click on. They can click on, you know, your reviews. They can click on your videos. They can click on any call to action buttons. You know, they can save your contact info. Mm -hmm. They can um, hit your calendar link. There's a lot of different buttons there. Mm -hmm. um, so as they engage with your card and when they open your card, you're getting notified as the sales rep of every engagement that's happening. Yeah. And so, you know, after you leave, if they said, come back tonight at seven, you can tell if they're interested or not by the way they engage with your card after you leave. Mm -hmm. So a good sales guy is going to be able to persuade people and kind of push them into things that maybe they didn't want to do right then, but you kind of get them to do it. And hopefully it doesn't, you know, create some type of, uh, you know, backlash after you leave some like, sure. you know, cold feet. Some sort of tension. Um, but when you send your rep card and you set the go back and you come back, or maybe they say, let me think about it, you know, give me a week, but then they go and open your card and watch your videos mm -hmm. gives you a ton of, um, confidence. And so we can create confidence for sales reps to go back to that appointment with confidence. Cause they've watched your video two or three times. Maybe they showed their spouse right. or maybe, uh, they open your card two months after you engage with them. Life got mm -hmm. busy. And all of a sudden they get, they get back to thinking that they want to look at solar. So they go back and reopen your card and watch your video or, right. or just open it. And reps are able to then call and do a follow-up call right then and there. And some reps will say, Hey, I saw you just open my card and be blunt. And some are like, Hey, I just was driving past your neighborhood. You know, uh -huh. I was part of our conversation, just wanted to touch base. And the people are like, Oh my gosh, I just was thinking about you. And you're like, no way. And it's like this beautiful, Coincidentally. Like, coincidental, you know, perfect timing, uh, scenario. Mm -hmm. uh, and so after you, you send your card and you get those en engagements, you have the ability to, to, to be organized, to mm -hmm. take notes, set reminders, send follow-up text, schedule text. Um, and then there's a bunch of other features that we could go into. I mean, set or close your calendar. So some companies are sending out a bunch of setters to knock doors to mm -hmm. set the appointment. And then they want to book to a closer. So yeah. we have a calendar that facilitates all that with the round robin approach and, and all that. We have a full canvassing tool, um, competitions, leaderboards, a full chat. So teams can chat internally. Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of that stuff's been developed since I went full Love time. It. All built into it. Business. Yeah. Oh, very cool. And that's, and one of the things that I'm getting right now, because I'm, I'm basically leading the charge for, you know, door to door in HVAC. Um, it's something that's very, very, very little of it's being done, but it's the biggest blue sky opportunity for new client acquisition that yeah. everybody's recognizing. If you've been around the space at all for the last couple of years, all of the talk in 2023, and this is all home services, marketing dollars went way up. Call volume was down 30 to 40% from online marketed, you know, lead generation and right, new, right. new client acquisition. So that's obviously everybody's turning to what are some lower cost ways that we can have new clients, we can get in front of people, get in front of more eyeballs, but it's got to, you know, when your marketing dollars are now four or five times what they were and you're getting 30% less results, clearly that's a losing battle. 
<laughs> and so what are some ways? So turning to doors is how, what's really going on right now. And I love this conversation because it's the big connector piece. Uh, the, the disconnect, ever, I get questions a lot of, well, how, you know, yeah, I go out and I talk to people, but how in the world is anybody else going to know other than me just taking a yellow pad and writing it down or trying right. to use a, some shared Google calendar for the company, but then people are overriding stuff and it's like, oh, it's just messy, right? How do, how do we handle this? Well, obviously you developed a tool for that. Yeah. So, um, I remember those days of, of knocking doors and you're sweating like crazy and you're writing down, you know, every house number on a piece of paper and you yeah. got the odd side and the even side and mm-hmm. your hand gets all sweaty on the binder and your paper starts like de- deteriorating from the, you know, just cause it's all got sweat on it. And yeah. And it's evolved. Like uh-huh. if you're, if you're listening to this and you're thinking like, man, I'm a HVAC, I want to give this a shot. Like just give us a call. We can show you all the tools. All of our salespeople have done door to door for, mm-hmm. for at least two years. It's not mm-hmm. like a requirement, but I look for those kinds of people because they, they can understand what our, our potential clients need or what they want yeah. and they can speak to it um, and relate to it. And so give us a call. We, you know, we can just walk you through the tools and show you that with the right tool, it's a lot easier to do the job, just like yeah. it is, you know, break down a wall. If, if you've got a hammer or you've got a stick or you got a sledgehammer, like there's different tools. Right. And one of those is going to be a better tool. And it's going to help you just start to see results faster mm-hmm. versus just beating that wall with a stick. It's like, you're going to give up at some point, but if you have a sledgehammer after a few good hits, you're like, dude, this is almost kind of fun. Like yeah. what else can you do with this? And so, um, yeah, HVAC in, in door to door, I can already see the pitch, you know, of like, Hey, let us, <laughs> free tune up or it's, you know, normally 150 bucks. We're doing it for $29 today. Mm-hmm. You come back, you say, Hey, this is what we found. Blah, blah. Like, I think it's a great, great, uh, not like new industry forks. I'm sure there's some people mm-hmm. doing it, but we need to hear more HVAC companies getting a team of, you know, five right. or six guys or getting just a group of four guys that show up, they take the company truck and they roll out to an area and mm-hmm. there's totally a viable option. And we have a lot of tools that can help right. them create a business out of that or a, a separate marketing channel mm-hmm. and and they wouldn't have to go and get 10 you know five or 10 different softwares or platforms and try to like integrate and right put it all together it's just it's all right there mm-hmm. oh i love this so much and for everybody listening too if i mean this is not exclusively for doors this is what i want you to hear in hvac this is a much better version of you know the old school paper business card right? Yet, am I saying get rid of your business cards? No. What I am saying is up level. It's time to step into 2024 or t- the 20s, right? Uh, so because so many times I, I'm the same way, I give a business card and then you wonder what happened to those people. So I have, I especially if you've been like me in my early career or first 10 years of my career, I, had a, I did a horrible job of tracking who I saw. This is a, a great way to automate things to force yourself to be able to do it a lot easier. And now we know every single time that person opens the card, you know, it gives us notifies. So they watched the video, they clicked on this link. And it's, it's an incredible replacement for that. Um, so I feel like we started this like like bull rush into the what all your listeners what i don't want this to do this is not just a sales this is not a sales pitch for rep card what i want the reason for this is to uh, bring you a tool that is very uh usable it's applicable and also 
Brad, you have massive sales experience. This is you know, obviously a sales-focused podcast. Um, how can, say, somebody use this in, give us a couple different situations. Doors are obvious. That's why it was developed. But give us a couple other examples of how if this the rep card can be used effectively um, yeah. you know, in a, in a process, right? Yeah. So a few things come to mind. Um you know, even even like technicians can use it. We have uh, a lot of pest control companies, uh, home security companies, where they're in the house or or at the home doing a, a service. Mm-hmm. And post install or post service, they will have their technicians go and have the homeowner scan their their ID badge, or they'll use one of our tap cards, or they'll they'll send them a card. You can do it a few different ways, and they'll ask the homeowner to leave them a review. Mm-hmm. And the review product inside of RepCard allows individuals to get reviews, not just the business. And so if you left me a review about the service I just performed in your house or on your AC unit, I was just like nice and friendly or whatever, you're leaving a review about me on my RepCard, but then we have a tie into Google. Mm-hmm. So then it also allows you to put that review right onto Google's platform and that will benefit the business. Right. And so the technician can then ask for review or sorry, referrals. At that point, it depends how salesy or how, you know, um, involved you want your technicians to be with the homeowners, but you can have them generate a review. And there's already some automations that will then ask for referrals, but it's a great way for technicians to generate reviews for themselves and for the company and then spark the referral conversation and uh, and try to get more business out of it. And then on the sales side, yeah, door to door is obviously pretty straightforward, but you have your phone with you everywhere you go. And so it can be someone you know, at your kid's baseball game, you're sitting there talking with some of the parents and it's, you know, getting hot and someone's like, dude, we just had this huge issue with our AC unit. Like we're probably gonna have to get a new one. And you're like, Oh, that's, that's actually what I do. That's funny. You bring that up. Like, you know, and you eventually it's going to lead to like, well, okay, how do I, can I get your info? And, mm-hmm. and, and so boom, you send your rep card and you send them that video that explains a little bit more about your company and, right. and why your company's the best in that market. And then it could be all the way down to the the lady at church, you know, it could be random situation. Um, And then shifting gears a little bit, there's also a huge uh, swing and a huge play for RepCard to be used in recruiting. Mm -hmm. So building a sales team, you can do the same process that you did with that guy on the baseball team or or the person at the door. You send your card and you have a way to signify in RepCard that you're sending the card to a recruit. Mm -hmm. And now you're able to send them the recruiting video and you're oh, able to send information about the the comp plan and, and other things. And then of course, see when they open it and it goes yeah. back to, and then you have your recruiting pipeline. So if you're a recruiter or you're in sales or both, or you're a technician, there, there's a lot of different use cases where you can leverage rep card in your day to day that it's just knocking doors. So yeah, you know, it, we have plenty of companies that use it for their door to door team, but then also for mm-hmm even the owner or executives that are out networking with people. And then you've got sure. like the technician side that's using it for a different use case. Oh, I love it. Thanks for those examples. Cause there there's, and everybody listening, think about how this could be implemented into your organization, right? How many hats are you wearing? And clearly you can just go in and designate within, within your app as you give that connection to that person, you know, which, you know, which path you want them to go down, which is super cool. Um, and you mentioned referrals. Let's camp out there for a minute because I know you were, you know, highly successful when you were in the field on the doors, and now you also are, of course, you know, instrumental in training your your team to train people, you know, how to teach people how to use RepCard, right? 
So right, let's right. camp out on referrals for a second, because in order to be a master uh, producer in any industry, you get you have to get good at this. So how do, so this is the sales section here. Let's do a quick, quick, short little masterclass on what is the best way to ask for referrals to actually get them? Because that that's right. the that's the piece most people miss. They'll ask for referrals, but they one they do it wrong, and they two they don't get any with the first two or three times they try it, and then so they stop asking, and yep. so that obviously yeah. is why people quit. So what's a good referral method? Yeah, well, I, you bring up a good point that like in order to to really be a, a top performer, there's only so much you can do yourself, and you have all these clients. You know, depending on what industry you're in, you could have, you know, an additional five, 10 clients a month. It could be a hundred a month if you're selling pest control. And so you need to get all these people to become ambassadors and not all of them are going to take it to the level that you want them to. And so the first thing I'd say about referrals is that you have to look at it like it's a second business. You're doing sales for ABC, you know, HVAC or ABC pest control or whatever. But then you have this second like hat you wear and it's like this referral generator. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's, it's a, it's a different business. So, um, and when you get a business off the ground, it takes a little bit of time. It takes a little bit of effort. And so as you start asking for referrals, if you ask two or three people and they don't send you any, it's not time to be like, well, this doesn't work. It's yeah. a separate channel of business. You have your active income where you're going out and then you have like this secondary in, you know, line of, it's almost like real estate or, or something, a passive income. If you set up this, this referral business, well, it will passively create you leads that are going to turn into revenue. And usually those leads are going to close at the highest percentage out of all of your lead sources right? because there's trust coming from the neighbor referring their brother-in-law or the neighbor referring another neighbor or, you know, whatever the the case may be. And so um, breaking it down uh, to how you generate more referrals is number one, you have to ask every single time. So you got to get more inputs. Now, when you ask, you want to have a clear path, a clear method. And what I mean by that is you don't want to change your method every time. If you talk to someone that's super excited about your product, sometimes it's you want to think like, uh, you know, I'm not going to give them any bonus for the referrals. They're already excited. So I'm just going to be like, who do you know? And just try to like leverage their excitement. Like, don't do that. Just create a process. And this process needs to reward the person giving the referral and the person that, that is being referred. And so if you're doing the HVAC, you're saying something like, you know, hey, Mr. Homeowner, we have this great referral program where anyone that you refer to us that ends up, you know, buying one of our packages, we'll give you $25 and we'll give your neighbor $25. And so it gives this homeowner a little bit of leverage and a little bit of, you know, ammo to go to their neighbor and be like, you know, if the conversation comes up or maybe they're talking to their, their brother or their mom, whatever, they're like, hey, like, you can have them come out and we each get 25 bucks or we each get a hundred bucks or whatever, you know, in solar, some guys are throwing out 500 bucks a pop. So you're able to give them ammo because they're not good at sales. They're not going to mm-hmm. go to their brother and like persuade him to get this. <laughs> right. They need to have something that's just like, dude, you know, if you have them come out and check out your system, no matter what happens, you get 25 bucks and I get fit 25 bucks and, and, and you try to do equal amounts. So it's not yeah. this awkward, like, you know, Hey, you get more than I do check out this company. And it's like, I get a thousand bucks and you don't get anything. And then you're yeah. like just pushy neighbor MLM guy. That's just pushing yeah. something like make it equal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then make sure that, uh, you can be organized. So you can use rep card again. I don't want this to be some pitch. Like you can use Google sheets. You can use a Google form shoot. You can just, 
you know, I don't know, type it into your phone notes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But RepCard has a mechanism where once you've sent the card to the homeowner, they can hit send referral. And it gives them the option to just send you referrals, not only right then, but long term. Yeah. And so then it's organized. You know who the referral is, who it came from. Mm-hmm. And because they put in their brother's phone number in there, you can send your rep card to their brother because it creates a, a record. And you could send a rep card right to the brother right then and there and say, hey, I just talked to your brother, Jim. He sent me your info. Here's my my business card and a few videos to watch. I'll call you within the next hour. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the, the, the brother, the referral, opens your card and watches your video and he's a referral from his brother and you're calling him in an hour. Dude, how much leverage do you have going into that referral? Oh, it's you incredible. Have, it's you have all the leverage in the world mm-hmm. and the odds of you closing that if it's if if they're you know a qualified customer is extremely high. Right. So referrals aren't going to be the main source mm-hmm. of your income. They they can be in certain industries, but but um ask at every single sale. Ask it right. and, and people that aren't even maybe your customer could refer you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting that you say it. Some of my best referral clients have been people who did work with another company, had a horrible experience and then met me and learned about my company and how we operate. And they turned out to be the best referral sources because people always ask them, hey, you got this new heating and air system or hey, you got the solar system. Who'd you use? And they'll say, well, don't use the company I use. Use this guy because right. they're so much better, right? Or it's like you knock a door or you talk to someone like, oh, I rent. I, it's not even like, I don't even, you know, our AC unit doesn't work very well. Or, you know, we, we'd love to get solar, but, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. great. These people are in, excited about, you know, something uh, that, that, that they, that they want to buy or they have a pain in their life that they wish was being solved. And you're like, hey, man, I know that sucks, but, you know, I'd love to send you my card. Now we have something changes and you buy a home, you can reach out to me. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime... Let's make you some money, man. Yeah, for sure. Let's, you know, you guys want to hit Disneyland? Like you guys can make enough money in referrals over the next six months. Like mm-hmm. turn it into, that's another part of the referral game is getting them to identify what that money could go towards. Right. Um, and the last thing is to, to pay them quick. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. in, in, in an industry like solar, where like you sell the job and it could go 30 to 90 days before they actually get installed. Don't base it off of the install and give them 500 bucks break it down to, Hey, if you just give me someone and I can sit at the kitchen table with husband and wife, I'll give you 50 bucks. Yeah. And then they get the 50 bucks quick. But after 10 of those, that's still the $500 amount. The odds of you closing one that's going to get installed is is probably the same. Mm -hmm. And so you're giving the reward quick versus they give you a referral. It takes 90 days to get installed. You go back and give them 500 bucks and like, Oh yeah, I'd forgot about this. Thanks man. But if they give you you know, their neighbor and their brother, and you go sit down with them, you give them the hundred bucks. They're like, holy crap, like that worked. Like who mm-hmm. else do you know? There, right. There's much more speed. Mm-hmm. So love create, it. create your plan. Take five minutes, say, Hey, for every person, I'm going to give each party 50 bucks. This is how I'm going to be organized. Um, and this is how I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, bring it up mm-hmm. and then just do it every single time and don't change that and right. do it for six months. And, and, you should have another stream of income. Right. Right. Oh, I love this. And this is, I mean, I can definitely attest to this. I did this for years and years and years in, uh, you know, when I was in the field and heating and air and after, you know, just a couple of years, I literally had, you know, three to $500,000 in revenue every single year from people picking up the phone. Oh, I'm so glad you still work for that company. Thank goodness you're still there. We just moved. We want to do it again or whatever it was, or, our credit still sucks, but we saved the cash for it now. 
you know, it just depends on the situations, right? But when you make that lasting impression initially and you give them a way to stay in contact with you instead of just, oh, where was that business card? I think it was in the desk drawer. Oh, you cleaned out the desk drawer and threw everything out? Damn it. That was where the card was, right? So I've got a funny story about about that real quick. We had a client uh, that signed up for RepCard and he's like, dude, you know, I had known about you guys. <clears throat> but you know, I hadn't really pulled the trigger or whatever for, for my team. And he's like, I was out knocking doors the other day and mm-hmm. I gave my card to this guy and I'd set an appointment for seven o'clock that night. And he got halfway down the driveway and he realized, boom, he had something going on that night and he couldn't come back. Yeah. So he walked right back to the door. This is 15 seconds after he had just given the guy his card and set this appointment. He knocks on the door again and the guy comes out and he's picking his teeth with the guy's card. Yeah. Oh he yeah. He was just trying to let the guy know that, Hey, can we move it to tomorrow or whatever? And, and it was just hilarious. He's like, dude, the guy's picking his teeth in my card. Like, what do you think he's going to do with that card after he's done picking his teeth? Think he's going to put it on the counter? Like, no, he's going to throw it in the garbage. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, you know what? Screw this. Like I'm doing this wrong. I, you know, and so he ended up onboarding and it was just such a funny story. And it just, uh, totally shows like, uh, the value of going digital with, with yeah. this is just using, using a paper card. And mm-hmm. you know, if you knock a door and someone's not home, great. That's a great time to put a card on their door. Yeah. But um, I will tell you, if you have the cards, it's, it's natural to just want to give them out and not use rep cards. So you almost have to like burn the boats mentality yeah. and just throw it away. Um, but oh, I love this. Yeah. This so, something that I, uh, I learned kind of have a business card story too. So I've, for years and years and years, I've trained for, Every single person, if you don't have your picture on your card, you are missing a massive opportunity. And of course, this takes it to the next level. And the reason I say that is, you know, years ago, we did a training with this guy. He came into our company. He was, you know, showing this cool new product, this geothermal product, three hour presentation because it was all this set up and actually had this little operating system in our, you know, our, our conference room. We meet, there was about eight of us around the table. We all handed him our business cards and we had one guy on our team that we had started implementing the pictures on the business card thing. He, we meet us all, sets all the cards down at the end of the table, gives his demonstration. It was great. We clapped. We high-fived him, all the things. We're bringing this product into our company. And at the end of the, end of the presentation, he picks all these cards up, spreads them out like a deck of cards or a hand of cards and right. looks at them all and grabs the one with the picture on it and says, well, I know who this guy is. And my heart sank to the floor right then. Oh my gosh. I was that like, was what do homeowners do when they get two, three, four bids? The same thing. Right. Yeah. And so like, this is the way to get keep guy? Our, keep it in front of them. Totally. Yeah. It, you know, that's why the 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 logo on my hat is a boomerang. It's the rep card um logo. And it's all about treating people right mm-hmm. and putting out good things, taking care of your employees first and then your clients. Um, and building those relationships that can in return brings to bring, you know, referrals or bring business back to you or just reviews or just mm-hmm. to have good things come back to you. And so, um, yeah, like people, I think when you're talking about a personal brand, like you are your brand, like show your face, like, and so whether it's your printing paper cards and you want to stick to that method, like you, you know, you, you killed it. Like put your face on that. Like you are the people buy you before they mm-hmm. buy your, your company or your product. So, mm-hmm. um, show that. Mm-hmm. So oh, I love it. Yeah. And this is the, you know, obviously the next, next evolution of that. And I'm, I'm so glad that you thank you for, fa- you know, founding the company because it's given us a great tool to be, like you said, anywhere 
connect with somebody and not only just, hey, here's my digital card, but it's like, you know, we can include whatever collateral we want to with it. You know, I've had plenty of people in my solar team that have recorded their own little videos that they put in there. They've got brochures that they've loaded in that you get to curate what the what that person sees every time they open your um, open your card. And another cool feature that uh, actually probably my favorite feature that um, it, it, I feel like a fanboy of the product <laughs> because I've used it so much and I love it so much. Uh, my favorite feature is the ability to, in any conversation you're having with somebody, you, we put their data in, we can use it basically like a CRM, right? And yep. then we've got this note section but even cooler than that of just taking notes, for example, everybody listening, I'd be like, okay, I just met Brad Mortensen today. He's the you know CEO and founder of RepCard, and I'm making my notes about him and you know what we talked about. But even cooler, because I suck at follow-up and traditionally have, and just my brain doesn't work that way, I have to create systems and ways to force myself to get back in touch with people or I won't do it. I just know me. And my favorite feature in here is I can go ahead and say Brad and I said, you know what? I'm, he's like, I'm busy this quarter. Let's talk next quarter. So eight mid April, reach back out to me. It's, we got to say you're a CPA. We got to get past tax season, reach out to me mid or end April. Okay. No problem. I can go into rep card and I can schedule a message to go out from my rep card. And I can right there on the spot, go ahead and type that message and set it to send on that date and to remind me that that happened. And it's just like the biggest mind-blowing thing that I've ever seen because now I'm building in my own follow-up cycle with the message specifically and, and all of that to happen in one place at one time. And now I'm not dropped. Those people aren't falling through the cracks. I'm not forgetting the ones that are the go-backs a month from now, two months from now, three months from now. And then when we show back up and do what we said, now we're in integrity and that impresses the heck out of people when, you know, somebody actually does what they say they're going to do, right? So that's my personal favorite feature of the of the whole thing because it forces me to be organized when I wouldn't be otherwise. Yeah, no, dude, you, it's it's spot on because in that moment when they tell you, "Hey, come back," you know, let's talk mid-April. Like sometimes as a salesperson, you're like, if if you're having you know kind of a rough patch, you're like, "Dang, man!" Like I want to mm -hmm. sell you now. I want I want to move it for I want to move forward now, right? Um, but they're giving you a chance. They're, they're not saying no, they're giving you another chance. And so you can quickly there just schedule that text. And so mm -hmm. a lot of guys will use that too, when they're selling something where the competition maybe, or their homeowners are maybe in a contract. Yeah. Like, hey, there's nothing I can do right now. I'm in contract for th three more months or six more months. Do you want to just come back by? And as a salesperson, I, I, I can't just like make a trip in six months. Like, how am I going to remember? And mm -hmm. yeah, you can just schedule that text to go out in six months and say, Hey, you know, hopefully you're out of contract by now. I'd love to give you another quote and see if right. we can make it make sense for you or whatever. And, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, just like referrals, like six months later, that text went out, they engaged, right. you recaptured the lead. And, and that just goes in line with our, with our mission. So I love it. So, and that's, um, and kind of to bring it home into the HVAC space or so everybody listening, you know, we're mostly comfort advisors selling techs and, and, you know, managers and owners of the companies. So what I, one of the things that I really always uh, encourage everybody to do is to bam, fam, book a meeting from a meeting, never leave a conversation or an interaction with a homeowner that you don't have a very clear scheduled 
next touch point? You know, wh what day is it going to be? Have them get their calendar, have them pick a time. You know, we're, we're coordinating a time, a date, and how we're going to get back in touch with them. And we can, all of that can be entered into this and just as one source for that reminder. And, and obviously for HVAC, it's more like, you know, two days, three days out, a week right. out, usually tops. Um, and it's just such a, a smooth way to handle it because now we're automating it on the spot. If I have to remember later, the chances of me doing it are not going to happen. I'll just tell you, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 18 years in the field to tell you it's not happening. <laughs> but if I automate it for myself and force <laughs> it, then it will. And that's, yes. where, that's yes. where the beauty happens. So, but man, I love it. So let, let's kind of get a step out of the app for a second and get a little, little higher level. And one of the things I want to really talk about is like getting to know more about your mission, right? In the intro, we in, we were talking ahead of time about how important um, core values are, family values. Something you said, just it, it hit me really heavy that I want you to unpack a little bit for us. You know, you're talking about, especially in the business that you're really excited about, is impacting ha head of households. What does that mean to you? And, and unpack that for us, because that's something that's missing in our industry a lot in a lot of cases. Yeah. I, you know, a head of household, whether it's a, a husband or a wife or a, you know, just a, a guy or a girl that's out there hustling, um, selling whatever it is in this case, HVAC, like you have a lot of demands, like being a dad, being a mom is, is extremely important and, and you need your best, you know, your best, I don't know, like your best, uh, like headspace to, to do that. Well, there, there's a lot that goes on. I've got four kids and then sometimes it's just, just crazy. And sometimes it's fun and whatever, but, um, you know, at, at RepCard, our, our mission is to impact those, those people using our platform, not necessarily that the thing we talk about internally isn't like, how can we help this company grow? It's going to grow by impacting the individual. Mm -hmm. And so we hope that, that our features and our software will help benefit this husband that's out there, doing HVAC and and maybe he comes from being unorganized and he's just kind of running around like a chicken with his head cut off. He's just yeah. trying to like make ends meet. You know, he comes home some days, he's exhausted. There's, there's a lot going on and all that's not going to just go away with like using rep card. But if you can be more organized or you can recapture some business. And so you do business on the front end for three or four months using rep card and you start to get more referrals. You start to get some follow-up that brings leads back into your business. And mm -hmm. you're able to be, just feel, have that overall feeling of being more organized and in control of your business. We hope that that can impact the way that you can show up mm -hmm. for your family. Mm -hmm. Uh, because ultimately that's what's most important, but the nature of life is that you have to go do your job in order to, to right. take care of them and to, to take care of them maybe in the way you want to, to do that trip or to do whatever. So if we could impact even just a handful of people a year, mm -hmm. um, and hopefully tens of thousands of people in our platform, but, but if we can just impact some of our users to, to have just a more organized and get more satisfaction out of their job so that they can show up better for their, their family, like, mm -hmm. uh, we, we, we've, we've done it. Like that's, yeah. that's all that matters. So that, that's the metric you're really measuring off of is like that, that life type of metric, right? Yeah. And it's obviously, it's something that, that we won't know the full impact. Sometimes people tell us these kinds of things, uh, in testimonial videos or, you know, when they call into customer support and they say things, um, 
and they're you know they they express it. It's it's hard to have like some metric is like lives changed. You know we're at two now. Like <laughs> it, it doesn't work like that. Sure. And I think that's what's uh, beautiful about our mission is that it's uh-huh. you don't you may not know the, all the people that you impact with it, mm-hmm. uh, but that's what we talk about when we're talking with my developers or we're talking with the design team. Like mm-hmm. guys, we're designing this so that people can use it and they can understand it. They can get more value like those so that they can, you know, win more jobs, make more money and have more time with their, their family. Um, it's not just like, Hey, how can we build this so that, you know, we can just, just make know, more sales, right? Have more companies like, yeah. And that's the nature of business is, is to, to build your business. But we always bring it back to like, how's this going to impact that individual? Like, how are, how are they going to be able to use it better? Um, because sometimes companies, as they grow, they get caught up in like, do we're scaling, we're scaling, we're scaling. But, you know, over the course of a year or two years, no one's at the company that was there two years ago. Like right. the turnover's high. And so, yeah, this big revolving door of and churn of people because the yeah. culture or whatever, right? Yeah. So our, our mission, like, how can we help these companies keep more reps, keep, you know, help them take our tool, present it to their reps and give their reps the, the toolbox to go and and do their job to then want to stay with that company. And mm-hmm. you know, we've all worked at different companies and and there's probably that one company in your mind. Where you're like, I would never go back. I would never right. work with these guys. I would never. And then on the flip side, you've got those, that company and you're probably with them right now if they're still in business, but you're mm-hmm. like, man, I love it here. Like, you know, I, I wake up and I go to work and I don't feel like it's a chore. Like I get to enjoy it. Yeah. There's still hard days and there's long days and it's hot and it's cold and everything else. But I, I have that true family and some people are like, oh, you know, we're a family and it gets kind of like where everyone says that, but there's that, there's those companies that are, that are authentic and real where, yeah. where you feel that. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully we can, we can help with, with some of that. I love this. And, and this is such a, uh, such a powerful conversation. Mm-hmm. It's what Close It Now is all about, you know, for everybody listening, the, uh, in fact, I'll just read this, the short, um, the mission statement for the company super quick, because it, completely applies to this you know the mission statement is basically uh, within the realm of hvac we're spearheading a transformative movement our goal extends beyond sales it encompasses every facet of life we're the driving force inspiring top performers who crave excellence not only in their professional endeavor endeavors but also in fitness nutrition relationships and personal growth together we're proving that we can indeed have it all join us in revolutionizing the hvac industry and unlocking our fullest potential both personally and professionally. And so that's the mission statement. And it completely aligns with this because like we were talking about before the episode is like, who cares if you make a million dollars a year, if you have a heart attack and, you know, get a divorce along the way, right? Your kids don't even know who you are. And so, and personally, I've lived this a couple of years ago. I mean, I almost got divorced because my wife was like, okay, for the last decade, every, every May hit. And I was like, okay, I'm the air conditioning widow. I'll see you in October. Right. Yeah. So I'm missing birthday parties and I'm missing vacations and I'm missing all these things. And finally, she just told me, she's like, you know, I, I, I see no reason really to be married anymore because even when you're here, you're not, you're not present because your mind is always on work. Yeah. And it, man, talk about a heavy moment, but it, it, it gave me the, the experience and the voice to be able to, you know, with certainty, tell people that you can make a change it doesn't have to be like that let's work smarter not harder by finding tools like this to make things way more efficient if we can cut you know an hour 
or an hour and a half out of our day of the tedious bouncing back and forth between apps and trying to track this and then end up in this nasty downward spiral of being unorganized. Yeah. And it's a, it's wow. a feel, it's a feeling ideally that, that it can help you accomplish to feel more in control of your business and not be reactive. Um, you know, I, I share a similar story in the fact that like I spent, you know, 12 years in door to door, like yeah. door sales, you're working the 4th of July, you're working Memorial day, you're working labor day, you're working all the holidays when mm -hmm. families get together and do barbecues. Yeah. That's the time where companies do the biggest incentives to drive their reps, to get out in the field and go hit everyone while they're home. Right. And so it works against families in the fact that like, you know, recruiting meetings at 11 o'clock at night and going to Denny's or going to this or, you know, mm -hmm. all these fired, hey, this rep's thinking about quitting and you, you know, have to call them and talk them off the edge and all these things, all these fire drills that come up. Um, I lived that for 12 years. And so, yeah. um, you know, I I was in a, uh, a Q and a with Ed Milet and we were talking about this concept of family and work-life balance. And, and uh, one thing he shared with me that changed my life was just that there is no balance. Mm -hmm. It's all about different priorities at different times of the day. Right. And so at seven o'clock in the morning, you're going to find me at my house making pancakes and I'm going to be crushing the pancake artists. You know, I'm be making Mickey mouse pancakes uh -huh. and make freaking, I can, I can make a gun. I can even do like <laughs> snake. I can do, I'm a beast because I'm making pancakes for my kids to go to school at nine o'clock. I'm supposed to be a, the CEO of rep card and crushing that at five 30. This is what changed my life is when I go home, I don't pull in my driveway unless I'm off my phone and I leave my phone in my car when I go in my house for the first 30 minutes. Wow. And that changed because I used to be the guy that walked in the door. I'm on the phone and I'm like giving my kids the finger like, wait, one more second. Hey, hold on. Just one more minute. Yeah. And they want to tell me about the field trip they want on. They want to tell yeah. me about, you know, something that happened at baseball practice. They want to tell me about, you know, swimming lessons. They want to tell me about tumbling. They want to tell me about you know, this new game they found on the iPad, whatever is big in their world. My kids are 11 to two. I got four. So they're, they're spread out in there, but mm -hmm. you know, that's all they want is your, your attention for that 15 to 20 minutes. And then they're going to be right back to what they were doing. Mm -hmm. But if you give them the one minute finger and then eventually they lose that excitement, they're going to go right. back to it and you've lost that sacred time. Mm -hmm. And for me, I look forward now to going home and, and, and having that, that, that moment yeah. with them. It's not that I didn't look forward to going home. It's just, it's, it's, it's a new event. Like mm -hmm. I get to go home and I know, and they're always like, I walk in the door and they run up daddy yet. And it's only going to last so long. Right. And, and so I've been doing that for a year and a half and I'm not perfect at it, but I'd say 90% of the time. And you know, if you got, if you got an Apple watch, take it off, like totally disconnect. Yeah. And there it's really cool. Cause there's been many times where I put my phone down and all of a sudden it's like nine 30 at night. And I'm like, I haven't even like looked at my phone once. Right. I slowly realized that I was lying to myself thinking that I'm so important um, and that I need to be so responsive to everyone in my world, all my sales reps, you know, other executive, all I need to be there and quick and responsive. And I'm telling my family, Hey, take, take the back seat. I've got yeah. something that's more important, but you'll justify it thinking, Oh, I'm a business owner. I've got to take care of my family. So I need to take care of this fire drill at work because my family benefits from the work that I do and, and, and you'll lie to yourself and justify. And, and I, I was able to break that and it's been so liberating to realize that 
those people that are going to call you after 5.30, 6.30, 7.30, like if you called them the next day or you shot them a text at 9.30 when you grabbed your phone and said, hey, man, I'll hit you up tomorrow, they're not going to just walk out of your life. Yeah. They're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it was it was hard at first because I had to set boundaries with some of my some of my closest friends that I would call on the way home. Yeah. You know, I'm always calling people I'm driving and we're talking business and I pull into my driveway and then they have, they're in the middle of a 10 minute story. It, it's hard to just be like, Hey man, I got to go. And so I told them like, Hey, I'm doing this new thing. When I say, Hey, I'm, I'm pulling up to my house. I'm hanging up. Like this I'm the cutoff. Mm-hmm. And so then what happened is they started doing it and yeah. I told them why. And so it's cool. Cause like my close network, when I pull up to my house, I'm like, Hey, you know, I, I, I'm pulling up to my driveway. Like, all right, see you later, bro. Bye. Yeah. Um, and then even people that don't know, I was talking to a guy yesterday and he was in a different time zone. And so I could tell he was pulling up to his house. I'm like, Hey man, we can chat tomorrow. Sounds like you're pulling up to your house. Enjoy your family. I'll see you later. Yeah. And it got me to, to not be the guy that's sucking someone's time that should be walking in their door off the mm-hmm. phone mm-hmm. to embrace their kids and their, and their wife and to enjoy that just sacred time. So, um, anyways, I'm a huge advocate of that concept because it's, it's changed so much for me. Um, and, and it's, I think made my family feel like I'm more of a human and I'm not a robot that just makes yeah. money up. And, you know, it takes time to stop thinking about the business. When you walk in the door, like you mm-hmm. said, um, you have to totally like, but not having any technology. And then when you think about it, Oh yeah. What about texting that guy? Shoot. Yeah. I forgot to text Jim about that huge deal. And it's like, no, not right now. Mm-hmm. And you just slowly like are able to just soften that and not, yeah. not be so reactive to your business, but be organized and in control. Oh, love. Thank you so much for uh, sharing that because it's the, it's the trap we all fall into. You know, if the, you're the owner, you're the manager, or just, a you know, top performers are busy freaking people. Very seldom do I find one that just has one thing. Normally we've got a side <laughs> gig going on too, maybe right, a right. couple side gigs. I just spent a week in New York working with a company and every single person in there, like one guy was a photographer on the side, the other guy owned two other businesses. Right. And it's like, Holy cow, guys, you don't have time. He's like, yeah. don't be a Jack of all trades and master of none. Let's master something here. Uh, but that that's, that's the trap. And so thank you for going through that because it's, it's the missing piece of, I I personally feel like sales, the actual sales skills is the least important part um, you know, in this podcast, all the time we say work to become someone worth buying from. That means having your relationships in order, having your nutrition and fitness and your personal growth journey and, you know, your spiritual life, whatever that means to you, as long as it aligns with your core values, there's every person has something they know they should be doing that they're probably not when it comes to that. You know, if it's just mindfulness and meditation, whatever it is for for that individual. Yeah. And sales skills are actually the least of important because you can take any top producer in any industry, set them into another industry. They may know zero about the new product or service and will instantly be top of the leaderboard because there's someone that people want to do business with. Right. And I love this. I love the rep card because it... I just call it the rep card. <laughs> it's like the Facebook, right? Perfect. <laughs> I love RepCard because it just it it when I first started using it, I was able to get rid of a, probably in every single data entry interaction, I probably cut out five minutes of having to bounce between apps. 
So when you start to multiply that across time, holy cow, that 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 frees up so much space in your life to be able to focus on these important things. And so th this is really actually where I wanted to land in the conversation because, man, it's cool to get to know a founder and CEO of a, of a cool, a great company like RepCard. But even cooler is when, you know, your core values are very apparent and clearly come out. Um, and what your driver really is, is to to help people do this. So, yeah, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, no problem, Sam. Appreciate it. Um, so what uh so kind of staying along those lines but moving back into some of the the technology a little bit you mentioned that there's been a couple a uh, couple new things we've re you've released uh, a couple new add-ons i guess not add-ons just integrations into the app and and what it does what are a couple of those that uh, has been the most recent changes and and added to the app that you're really excited about yeah so there we added uh, over the past six months. We added like a setter closure calendar, which allows mm -hmm. you know everything organization calendar wise. You know, setters can book appointments to closers, or you can book for yourself and things like that. But being able to see when people are available, when they're not available, if they're already busy during that time slot, mm -hmm. um, and then that that was a big need for a lot of our clients. And and then we added a competitions platform. So we had leaderboards for the last few years, but now it's how do you take a leaderboard and create a competition out of it. And mm -hmm. so you can have an incentive, let's say it's a gift card or it's a, you know, a dirt bike or it's a longboard or it's, you know, a softball bat, whatever, whatever the incentive is. And then you can run a competition amongst a group of salespeople and say, Hey, whoever does the most of this by this date gets this prize. Mm -hmm. Or you could, you know, there's and and then there's a, a way to rank it with different points and weight, different activities and things. Um, and we also added the a, a way to kind of punish the person that comes in last. Yeah. So it's not just like the first, second, and third guy out of these fifty re sales reps gets a prize, but like if you come in last, you have to do a cold punch, you have to like get right. an egg smack in your face or something. And so there's a lot of fun that can go on with our competitions piece. And then we added a full. Uh, chat, allowing companies to chat one-to-one -one or with group chats. Oh, nice. Different so they don't have to hop over to WhatsApp or whatever they're using for their, yeah, their chat features. WhatsApp and uh, Slack or whatever, they can just keep it all right there. And so it allows for some trash talk. It allows for people to get trained in real time. We have a cool feature with like audio messages and stuff so that, you know, when I was in the field a lot, my reps, I would tell them to send audio messages into the group chat. Mm -hmm. And they would say what they're struggling with. And then someone's like, well, what kind of area are you in? Or maybe they already knew and like, hey, what are you struggling? I'm struggling with my intro. I can't get past the intro with anyone. Like, right. okay, great. Hey, try this and tell me how it goes. And it was crazy within 15 to 30 minutes every time. Like, thanks so much. I've already had way better responses. And a lot of times they were like, hey, I closed the next door. Yeah. And what happened was they actually didn't really need the word tracks as much as they needed confidence. Yeah. Because after you get 15 or 20 no's to, the, to start your day and you already had a bad morning with your spouse or something that happened or had a miscarriage or life happened, yeah. and then you go into 15 or 20 rejections, sometimes you want to just burn the neighborhood down and freaking yeah. dip. And yeah. so you, you go to this group chat and you're like, I need help. Mm -hmm. Someone just texts you back and is like, dude, just work harder. Dude, just make sure you're smiling. It's like, dude, that's not enough. Like yeah. they need help now. 
Mm-hmm. And so our group, our group chat feature of making the audio more present and more easier to access, it's not buried in the app. It's on the front of every chat. You can send an audio instead of a chat. Um, it allows you to give a pitch or give feedback with voice inflection, with real word tracks and truly impact that rep in real time, going back to the mission so that they can turn their day around, have a better day, maybe close a deal, make some money and be more encouraged to continue with that job mm-hmm. because sales, I think creates a lot of freedom. It's one of the greatest ways to create freedom in your life to have yes, more absolutely. family and all that. So, you know, if we can do that to help companies be able to affect their reps better and mm-hmm. keep that mission it sounds dumb and nerdy to be like, oh, an audio chat's going to save someone's marriage. Like that's <laughs> it's, it's just like this overall concept of being more efficient and allowing you to impact the individuals. Sure, more that's free- understanding the butterfly effect, right? Yeah, yes, and and letting that evolve and and so, anyways, that's the chat. I I, I could nerd out on this stuff on why we do these little things, but it's <laughs> very intentional and and so chat is 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 one that we we've launched so. Well, you know, I think that's the missing piece. When I, I've done, as you can imagine, five years of running this podcast, interviews with lots of different uh, founders and CEOs or developers of different tools and apps and programs and stuff. And that's actually the most important piece is the why do we do this, these pieces, right? Why do, why do we have this feature? Why do we have this feature? It's not the, hey, this feature does this. But just like in sales, when, you know, one of the main concepts is seeing everything through the benefit lens to communicate to the homeowner. Well, the benefit is the why, right? So thanks, right. thanks for going into that. So in no way, I feel like you're nerding out on it because that's, that's really the most important part is why was this developed? Because if we understand the why, then we'll use it uh, the way it's intended or even find a cooler way. Sometimes it's like, I didn't even realize this feature would, can be used for that, but wow, these guys in the field figured it out and now it's like multi-purpose, right? Yeah. So, so that's yeah. always really cool when that happens. Uh, but man, I, I love this. So the one thing that's also that I, I really am a big fan of about the RepCard platform is it's great for enterprise level. So say I've got a team of you know 50 or 100 guys or 30 guys or however many it can be integrated together and managed like that. It's also for everybody listening. It's awesome for individuals. Just as a single person, you don't know a soul that uses or has rep card. You can use it very affordably for yourself um, as well. Which is like there's a lot of different products out there that you know maybe they're great for teams, but they suck for individuals and vice versa. This is one that actually is really incredible uh, for for both applications. So, can you break that down a little bit, and you know how an individual might use um, use it as well? Uh, kind of some of the yeah. the behind the scenes there. Yeah. So, um, I'm glad you brought this up because RepCard initially was built for the individual. They're the initial like me flying around the country 2017, thinking about this software that could. It really was meant to just help my sales team. Yeah, um, And you always have this vision of like, what if it could grow and what if other companies would want to use it? But initially it was built for the individual. Our, our, our initial game plan was to build this app, put it in the app store and just have individuals download it and use it and try to just get millions of users. Mm-hmm. And then the, quickly we had enterprise level clients that were like, yo, what if it could do this? Or, you know, can you make a, a, a web app so that we can tie everyone together? And so then we made like the enterprise features, but the core function of RepCard, you can get today by downloading it in the app store. It's totally free. 
And uh, I'll just say that our free version is better than most digital business card <laughs> paid version, just calling it what it is. Yeah. I, I have a mentor that that uh, is one of the founders of Kajabi mm-hmm. and a massive, massive company. I mean, they I think they raised $500 million a few oh, years geez, ago. Yeah. So, yeah, Brandon um, Burchard and that's the whole the whole thing, right? Yeah, they're like, hey, um, you know, your free version needs to be better than than most people's paid stuff. Like, what can you do to yeah. to make that? So we we've kind of stuck to that, and so you can get in, use it for free. And um, where we kind of draw the line is, we feel like, okay, if this user's using it enough or in this certain way, we feel like that's where they're going to start like making money with it. Yeah, then we charge. But that's kind of where we draw the line. Is like, hey, we want to give you a ton of value first. Um, but yeah, um, you can use it as an individual, send your card, uh, you can have multiple accounts, all that stuff, um, and get a lot of value out of it. And then, you know, and it, it, it works that way for, for our lead gen. Sometimes we have people using that and they end up showing their sales team and then their boss. And then all of a sudden we're scheduling a call with the mm-hmm. founder or the owner to, to get it for the whole company because right. two of their reps had really good experiences with it on the individual level. So mm-hmm. you don't have to, you know, if you just are using paper cards now and you just want to start this transition, you don't have to wait for your company to onboard. You can just start using it and start impacting your mm-hmm. your personal life, your your business, right? Uh, right now, yeah, I love that. And and he's he's not kidding, y'all. I've used the uh, for years. We used the free version. Uh, I say for years. It was probably about a year we really started integrating this into our team, and. I mean, basically everybody had the free version at first and they're like, oh, well, what will this do? And then one person was like, I don't know why we just didn't think about it. We just, we're all super fast acting like implementers, like let's just go and try it out and see how it works. Well, everybody got the free version. We all like kind of halfway set it up, probably not nearly as good as we should. And then one, one lady came into the team and she's like, do you guys even know what this thing will do? (laughs) And she's like, I watched a couple of the demos and the trainings and she's like i she's like check out the paid version and it blew everybody's minds she's like oh my god it was already so good before (laughs) she's like i I just spent five minutes and set this up and here's what it'll actually do and so at that point was the big turning point everyone's like oh my god i gotta get that too and so it started this like avalanche throughout the team of everybody getting their you know their paid version yeah because it's so cool yeah, you can go individual free or individual paid, but then you can do paid as a company, and that's where it can get even more involved with integrations or you know leaderboards and having all the data flow where it needs to. Yeah. Um, and it saves reps time. You know, when you onboard a new sales rep, um, you know you give him access to rep card now, and he's got the chat, and he already has the company logo up- uploaded, and and it, mm-hmm. and it looks pretty in the whole thing. I mean, when we first started out, it was, and I was a lot more involved in in other parts of the business, like. You know, we we print and send out ID badges. Yeah. Okay. The plastic ID badges, they have an NFC chip in them. They've got a QR code. It's tied to a web page. So, come, you know, a homeowner can verify that you actually work for your company. It's a really techie ID badge. Mm-hmm. But we get people that had, you know, everyone has to upload their logo. And we would get ID badges. And the logo part of the section for their ID badge was literally a selfie, a selfie image. They would pull their their polo over and they would try to take a really good selfie of their logo on, on their shirt and they would put <laughs> that as the logo for their ID badge. Sure. We were just like, "Oh my gosh." So we <laughs> uh we actually still will go and that doesn't happen a ton anymore, but um 
it was it was wild. So we we will just go to the internet and find their company logo and <laughs> for them, um, and make sure that when they get their badge, it, it looks pretty. Um, yeah, what I'm getting at is that when you have a, an enterprise account, you you set up all the branding, you do all this stuff one time. You want to load videos, load you know assets into the into the platform. When mm-hmm. when the new user onboards, they have you know all the bullets and the gun, and they're able to go to war now versus right. it being like. I got rep card. Now I've got to go track down our logo. I've got to go write a text campaign. I've got to go add the video from our YouTube channel. I've got like mm-hmm. all that's gone. It's like plug and play. Love you it. get the access. They make their password. They log in and it's like, cool. I can go to the doors. I can go into the field right now and start mm-hmm. impacting uh, right. myself right. and my business using it. So that's, and that's a massive lesson for everybody listening is, you know, the, when you have your, your teams, whatever their specialty is that they were hired for, make it the lowest barrier of entry to do that thing. Don't like Love have them go through, uh, okay, you've got to do this step, this step, this step, this step, and this step that are maybe something completely different skill set that you're asking them to learn and implement that they will never use again in this position. So why make that barrier of entry so high? That I mean, as leader, manager, owner, have that mindset of how can I make somebody's onboarding journey, the lowest barrier of entry possible to get to the income producing activities as quick as possible. And if you can make that process smoother, your whole life will be easier, (laughs) way less headaches, but your people you're bringing on will feel way more supported along the way. And they're, they're now that, that rocket fuel of excitement will last longer instead of being all burned up in these activities that because every new new employee has this rocket fuel that will only make it certain a certain far distance until they get a win so if we have them burn up all that rocket fuel in the setup that they don't even need to probably be doing and then they're like oh well okay i guess i'll go knock, knock doors now or make sell but if we have them use that rocket fuel in the income producing activities that's where the magic starts to happen and speeds the process so much faster at least that's my opinion. What do you think about that, Brad? Oh, hundred um, percent. Giving you know onboarding, we we talk with thousands of business owners, and the one thing that they all have in common um, with requests from us is they want to be able to set up a platform so that when they onboard new new users, new reps, new staff, that they can have all the tools in one spot and they can just like get to work. They can watch. You know, we have a training library. So they can start watching the training videos. They can go knock door, they can, they can do all these things. And so they all want to have everything in one platform. And we feel like we've done a good job at, at, you know, now that we launched these last few features of having kind of everything you need in a sales environment all in one platform. So you onboard a new rep. And like I said, you gave them like a loaded gun. You aren't like, Hey, here, you know, here's a gun, but like, you got to clean it first and the bullets are over at Walmart and you've got to, you know, go over there, there, there's a case, make sure you take good care of it, but we don't have a case for like, Mm-hmm. Any any you know parable you want to you want to draw to it's just like you're giving them the toolbox ready to go. Yeah. Not hey here's a here's a theory of how you could do ju- your 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 business with us. Mm-hmm. Like kind of figure it out. It's it's more of a plug and play approach. Yeah. Getting to the more important things versus getting stuck in the weeds of like the setup and the onboarding mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. of of staffing. Ah, hundred percent agree. Love this. Well, it is, uh, we, we just hit the hour mark. So we're going to uh, land this plane. And uh, thank you for being here, man. This has been a great conversation. I'm really excited about, uh, one, about RepCard, two, 
about how I just have a, a idea about a thousand different ways that it can be adopted and implemented into the HVAC space, even a little differently than how it's been used in the past. Um, so we'll, I'm sure we'll chat more about that in the future. Uh, but let's do this. One, any last nuggets or what would you tell that person that is out there, you know, speak to that individual that's like a little bit on that unorganized side, wanting to tighten things up. What's the number one action step that they can do right now to immediately implement that will like start to make that shift for them? Yeah, um, I would say just to, you know, visualize what that would be like being on the other side of that, mm -hmm. you know. Picture yourself being organized and being more in control. What's a benefit in your life that would happen or what's something that would change for the positive and let that be your motivation and then go figure out whatever process you can implement to mm -hmm. become more organized or more structured and kind of stop just being so reactive and start being proactive about um, your, your days that turn into weeks. You know, you yeah. get into months and years, it, it starts to get really like out there. Think about your daily, your daily work habits and your and and, and your weekly work habits habits mm -hmm. and what can you do and and if that's rep card great if it's not rep card our mission still exists that we want you to go show up to your family and your life uh, just better and not let work be it's already eighty percent of our day is work don't let it leak into every other area of your life and be right. family time is now mentally work time and all that so um, I would just say visualize that and think about what the benefit could be, whether it's more intentional time with your kids or with your wife or making sure that date night is important. Like think about the benefit that you could have and then let that be your motivation to go be proactive and making, making these small changes. And so um, it could be rep card could be another platform, but uh, I challenge you to do that because the, that benefit that only, you know, that my benefit was, more intentional family time coming through the door. That was mine, right? Mm -hmm. Your could be something totally different. It could be quitting a habit, starting a new habit, whatever. Maybe you're not even married. That's fine. Maybe it's finding someone like could be whatever, but let that benefit be, be your driver. Uh -huh. And then, uh, you know, if something good happens, share it with me. Give me a call. Uh, love it. Wisdom right there. So how can they get, how can everybody get a hold of you? How can they get a hold of rep card? Uh, maybe not you necessarily directly, but, um, you know, can they follow you? Where can they go to learn more? Yeah. So, uh, just, you know, Instagram's always quick and easy. Just the rep card app is our handle on every social media. Um, and then my, my Instagram is just the Brad Mortensen. There's actually another Brad Mortensen that lives right in my area and we're the exact same age. We got married the same day, not to <laughs> each other. I'm just kidding. But, uh, um, yeah, it's crazy. So sometimes people mix it up, but that's wow. cool. Um, so yeah, go, go give us a follow. And, and that's where we put out like new updates and feature launches and trainings. And if you just get into the app, we do trainings every single week and we'll just send a push notification to the app. Like, Hey, we're going live in five minutes, doing a training on how to get more referrals. And boom, cool. you're live with one of our sales guys or me sometimes. And we're talking for 20 minutes on this, on referrals mm -hmm. and then we do a Q and a, and so it's a chance for you to ask questions or, or figure out, you know, how you can leverage rep card. And sometimes you learn stuff from other users Sure. and there's, you know, a hundred people on those calls typically, and, mm -hmm. and you can learn from networking and from other people just as well as from, you know, um, you know, a podcast or whatever. So, mm -hmm. oh, I can imagine the, uh, the level of people that are on that call, one would vary a lot, but, you know, traditionally, 
the top performers are the ones that are in all the trainings. Yes. Lower yes. performers are the ones that oh, I don't have time to do all that training. But what they don't realize is all of the top performers are the ones that are taking all the training all the time, just keep, constantly keep their act sharpened. And so yeah. hopping into these trainings, you'll be able to network with other top performers. And so people that have gone ahead and have the numbers that you want. So that's, uh, that's really exciting. I'm glad y'all do that. That's, uh, I don't hear of very many um, organizations, especially y'all size, that have that kind of real-time interaction uh, with to support, which is that's really cool, uh, really unheard of. Yeah, goes back to the mission, man. Got to impact the one, impact that individual. But... Cool, cool, cool. Well, awesome. Well, let's land this plane, everybody. Reach out to me, Sam, at closeitnow.net uh, or go to closeitnow.net. That's the website. Or on Instagram, The Real Close It Now. <laughs> and of course, find the Facebook group, which is Close It Now on Facebook. Uh, all the branding is, is sanely consistent, just like RepCard, which is, makes it easy to find. Uh, so do that. Everybody make sure to check out the March event I'm happening. Uh, I'm having March 20th and 21st. It's a two-day sales masterclass, which is going to knock your socks off. This is how, when we were talking about how every time we go out, you know, companies are going from 40% to 60% plus closing rate. They're going from average tickets of $9,000 to $16,000 average ticket in a matter of a month and then staying there. You know, those are the kind of numbers when we do on sites. Well, that's the system that I'll be training in March 20th and 21st here in Austin, Texas. There will also be the ability at the event to experience RepCard. We're going to be playing with that a little bit. I'm going to teach, uh, teach you how to use it. Uh, basically, it's my new mission is to like, let's update our industry. Anything that's been done the same way for 50 plus years is ripe for revolution. And this is one of the simple things that will change so many people's lives in a heartbeat if you just knew it existed. So I'm, I've become the kind of poster boy for <laughs> this message, which is we're, we're very aligned in our, in our core values here, which is great. Uh, so again, thanks for being here with us, Brad. I appreciate it. And until uh, next time, man. Uh, everybody go save the world one heat stroke at a time. One, go save the world one frostbite at a time. Thanks for listening to Close It Now with Sam Wakefield. Subscribe to the podcast now so you're first to hear new episodes jam-packed with actionable tools and tips to make you the top HVAC professional in your market. If you have friends and colleagues who would like this show, share it with them and send them to our Facebook community for more in-depth discussion about the challenges we all face and how to overcome them on the Close It Now podcast. 